This is Manya from Friendshipable, a Project BFF podcast. Along with my co-host Terry, we love talking about friendships, talking with others who think about friendships, and learning about these important relationships in our lives. If you like this content, please support us on Patreon, patreon.com slash projectbff, or subscribe to the podcast via your favorite podcast app. If you have a podcast, consider hosting it on Buzzsprout. We love it. They make it so easy. And we have a link in our show notes for you. Thanks. I hope you enjoy this episode. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Friendshipable, a Project BFF podcast. Hey, Terry. Hey, Manya. How you doing? I'm doing awesome. I'm really excited for this episode. Uh Episode 26 And we're talking about lessons we've learned from our friends. Mm -hmm. And I just love thinking about the things we can learn from our friends and maybe that they can learn from us. It got me thinking. I I try to really remember to identify lessons that I've learned. And they probably happened either over time or in such a way that it just seemed kind of a normal thing. I, I can't, re- I couldn't count off for you lessons. I know I've learned lessons. That's because when you're around people long enough and they, you get to know them and they know you. So, so I think that whole idea is really interesting. I've learned lessons, um, but I couldn't tell you what they are right now. I know. I know. I, I think it's hard sometimes to get that perspective on ourselves, on Uh our own lives. Right. I think it's, um, yeah. So we, um, you know, like for all the podcasts, we did a little bit of research Mm -hmm. um, and reading and reading because, Mm -hmm. you know, we love this stuff, as you know, anything (laughs) friendship related, we just, um, devour and are our friends and there's a ton of stuff. I know, I know. We, um, there was one article we found on Hello Giggles, which I love that name. 10 things I've learned from 10 years with my bestie. And um, I liked that one because it just, she was really personal and she shared about how that particular friend had helped her learn some lessons. And the one that was, that stuck out to me was, you know, making time for each other really matters. Mm-hmm. And for those of you who listened to the previous episode, episode 25, where we talk about how to make friends, you know, one of the things we talk about is showing up for people, showing up and being there. Um, so it kind of ties in that making time and spending time together is a, is a really important um, aspect of friendship. And when I read this in the article, I started thinking, and I can see the results of that in my own life when I've made time to spend with friends and um, when they've made time to be with me. Mm -hmm. Well, I, and as an add-on to that, or just kind of like the whole concept and, and the article itself, it's um, when I started reading it, I, one of the things that struck me the most was the fact that the image that they have with it 
is from the old Mary Tyler Moore show. And it's Rhoda and Mary hugging one another. And they were two very totally different people who just over time really needed each other, were there for each other. And um, so they, yeah, so they had me at that. I was diving into that article after I saw that open up. So as as the uh, famous line goes, they had you at hello. They did. They had (laughs) me at the picture of Rhoda and Mary. Exactly. Exactly. So um, yeah, it's, and yeah, so making time for one another, like you said, is, is really important. Um, And, you know, just being a, a real friend means you can always be your, your real self. That's one of the things that um, the author points out and that you never have to fake it when you shouldn't need to fake it when, when you're with a friend. Um, Maybe that's one of the, the things to consider if you feel like you're on um, or just very aware or just like, um, yeah, feel like you have to edit yourself, but yeah. So feeling if you have to fake it, it's probably not, you know, the, a growing friendship. Right. I like that. Like, um, if you feel you have to edit yourself, I liked the yeah. way that you said that. Um, yeah. and I think a lot of us have had that experience of being with yeah. someone we thought was a friend, but there were things we couldn't talk about or parts mm-hmm. of ourselves we couldn't bring to the friendship. Um, right. You want to know that you can express yourself the 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 way or who you are and what and you and yeah you want to be able to express yourself and your points of view without feeling that um it's not going to be received well so yeah to even have to have the conscious thought you know i i had an experience where i was talking with a friend and i shared something that was very important to me it was something i was afraid to admit out loud but i felt i could mm-hmm. trust this person and as soon as I said it, um, everything changed. It was this person could not hear it. And I, for whatever reason, I don't know if they were, couldn't deal with me being vulnerable, if, if they just were feeling a different level of friendship and that was, that was too much. Um, but I instantly knew I have to edit to use your words, the things that I say with this person, because this is, here's this whole topic, this thing that's really important to me, but I can't talk about it with her. And um, that was a very interesting revelation. And we are no longer friends. It was, that's what I was going to ask you. You know, it was not a, it was not a vicious parting, but it just was, "Mm, I don't think we're, we're made for each other really. No, Um, but the realization of that by either friend, it, I mean, it could be overcome and, and continue a friendship, but it almost opened the door now of knowing what is off limits to, to share or talk about or something that's not quite sitting there. So it's the slow, then it's the slow, um, unraveling of it sadly. Yes. yes. Yeah. Um, but you know, then I have friends who have, have taught me that I can be myself mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. where you can say something that is just 
you couldn't get away with in polite society, but your friend gets it or they know that that's just you, you know, being frustrated um, or, or whatever. Um, But you just feel like I can tell you anything. I can ask you anything. I can talk about anything. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, Yep. And And you don't have to even be aware of it, that you're doing it. You just, yeah. And that's a really powerful place to be in a relationship. And I think I just want to take a second to take a step back because I don't know if, if everybody has always has had a chance to feel that. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, it, it is with someone who's a close friend, someone you've spent many, many hours with. Um, and, you know, it, it is amazing. Um, mm-hmm. And hopefully most of our listeners have that feeling and feel like they can be themselves with their close friends. Um, but we recognize that maybe not everybody has had that opportunity. Right, right. And related to that, another thing that the article talked about is fighting is okay in friendship. Um, you know, and it's normal. And this, this talks about a 10 year friendship and the fact that 10 years without disagreeing on anything is hard for anybody to accomplish. So, um, but fighting with a bestie has taught this person how to fight, how to compromise and talk things through. And that's very, I don't think we've ever touched on that before, but that is, yeah, having a fight. Um, and is that the same as having a disagreement? It sounds a lot more um, having a fight versus a disagreement. Having a fight means there was a blowout, a blow up. Yeah, I mean, happened. I think they're, so, yeah, they're gradations kind of, of the same. But it really, same. we always would, use, but the word we would use to describe it would be if I was telling you, it's like, ah, oh, I just had a fight with her. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. Well, and I thought that was interesting. If you've had 10 years without a fight, um, it, it's either something's wrong or you're both incredibly conflict avoidant. <laughs> And the, well, one, that's- and one of the personality traits you share is that you just desperately don't want to right. have a conflict with anybody. <laughs> so that after ten years, the the, the it just couldn't stand it anymore. And well, you know what? When you talk about having a fight, but the other thing that that some of my really good friendships have taught me is um, to decide what is the hill I want to die on? Uh Like, okay, somebody said something or did something that I didn't like, or that frustrated me or whatever. But in the whole scheme of things, how much does it really matter? Right. In the whole scheme of all of the, the good stuff that comes out of it. Right. And, and of, and of life and, Mm -hmm. and my life and their life and our relationship does it really matter? And, mm-hmm. and I've had times where, you know, maybe some people would get into a fight about a particular topic or something, but in my mind, I thought, well, yeah, it, it doesn't matter that much to me. And mm-hmm. um, maybe it would matter if it was happening between me and a different person, but between me and this person, this is not a thing I, and in fact, I'm telling you this, I can't remember any examples because I literally would say to myself, this isn't something I care about and just move on. So I can't 
they don't even <laughs> stick in my brain. Right. I just know that I've done that mm-hmm. um, and kind of consciously said, this is not, um, so that's not necessarily conflict avoidance, but that's my friends without knowing it, helping mm-hmm. me learn like what's really important and you know, maybe the friendship is more important than a conflict in that. Moment. Right. That's a good way to put that. Um, you know, and, and the author talks about those hard times could make you better, stronger and smarter. Yeah. So, you know, so that's, that's the, I guess that would be the ideal outcome or the, um, yeah. Or the positive outcome to it. So, um, yeah. Just to go a little farther on this road of these fighting with a friend, um, <laughs> I have, I have several friends and we don't tend to disagree very often and, um, or usually about really, or about any kind of big emotional Mm -hmm. thing. Mm -hmm. But I remember one time, this was several years ago thinking, oh my God, I haven't had a fight with this friend. Does that mean we're not really good friends? Should we have a fight? And I, I did not ask her this, but I could have, I certainly know that I could have, but I was thinking, wow, maybe we're not good friends if we haven't had a fight. Right. Are we just, are we each holding back on something? Right. Right. We just need to duke it out and get it all out there. <laughs> um, but you know, the other thing, especially for talking about fighting, which, which uh-huh. I know that lessons we learned aren't only about fighting, but right. it's also, you know, I think we talked about this um, in a couple podcast episodes ago, but we also have different ways of relating to people. Mm-hmm. And, you know, some people tend to get angry more or say, you know, like bickering is a way that they relate to each other. And some people that isn't a way they relate to each mm-hmm. other. So I think that's also something you're learning from your friends is, is how I like to relate to people. Uh, and, and a little bit how they like to relate to people as well. All, you know, all of this, as you talk about your own experience, it would be because I don't know if you or all you guys who are listening, you know, with your group of friends, if you ever have had a, a stop for a moment and go, all right, tell me, you know, or, or just talk about all the things we're talking about now in terms of what you've learned from friends. And um, I think we just all innately move along with the friendship and enjoy it if it's going well. And maybe we all have different ways of navigating the bumps in the road, mm-hmm. depending upon the, the other individuals kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. Well, and I think mm-hmm. friendships tend and I certainly could be wrong here, but I think we tend to just sort of have friendships. Whereas in your relationships with a romantic partner, um, they're not always, but is often a kind of, you know, who are we to each other conversation, or you talk about the relationship. And with family members, you may not talk with them about the relationship. Sometimes you do, but I think we think about, oh, how should, how do I want to relate to my adult siblings, to my parents, to my children, to my whoever, I think friendships somehow have fallen into this slot where I think a lot of us or a lot of people, a lot of times act like they're just supposed to be. 
And, Mm -hmm. you know, so I know that my friends have taught me that, you know, friendships aren't relationships that just are, you do have to, you don't necessarily have to have the conversation of what do we mean to each other, but they do require showing up, being present, making time for each other. Mm -hmm. um, And sometimes even thinking about what does this person mean to me, whether you talk about it or not Mm -hmm. is a story. Um, But But I think friendships just get short shrift sometimes as we're thinking about relationships. It's well, and I, I think it has something to do with when you've mentioned about, you know, comparing romantic relationships to friendships and how they grow. And very often romantic conversations, several, you know, once time goes by in a romantic relationship, questions often, so where's this going? Yep. And there, because if people are looking for a life partner, if people are looking for marriage for people, but where are we going with this? Yes. And I don't recall ever thinking in a long friendship going, so where is this going? (laughs) You know, what's the end game here? And, um, and it's not even an end game again, using the, the example, the end game, with the romantic example is what's the next phase? What's the next step? Right. You know, what are we going to do in the next 10 years or something like that? And friendships. Yeah, it's interesting. We don't ask that question. We accept that 10 years or whatever that time period that we've known somebody, we all move together in it. Yeah. Have you ever heard that, that saying, um, we have friendships um, either for a reason, a season, or for a lifetime. No. So, you know, not everybody we meet and become friends with becomes our lifelong friend. Right. Some people come for a reason. Maybe they're in your life and they end up helping you with a with something. Uh-huh. Um, and then they sort of drift away or they come in for a season, which I guess sort of means, you know, a few years a year, a few years, who knows, Mm -hmm. they're a work friend, uh, then they move on. Um, And I think that's interesting because, um, you know, to to not always assume that friends are going to become lifelong friends, but in none of those cases, as you say, do we kind of have that conversation? Um, I did have one friend who said to me one time, and I, I don't know, I don't remember exactly what we were talking about, but we were talking about the concept of friendship. Uh And she said, I'm in it for the long haul. And your friendship or when they're a friend talking about our friendship and she said, I'm in it for the long haul. And that was really cool because Uh I have always assumed that we will be friends forever. And I want that to be the case. And so it was, um, I think it was, I think I've always remembered it because it's so noteworthy. We don't have, we don't typically say those kind of things to our friends. Yeah. Yeah. And it was, and has she been in it for the long haul? Oh yeah. So far. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So far she is still around. There Um, you go. She meant it. Yes. Um, uh, yeah. So any other, um, 
life lessons from that you learned from friends or that you saw in the article that you really liked? I, um, I liked that change is good. There was, you know, again, over long-term friendships and the author writes that our bodies have changed, our beliefs have changed, our interests have changed, but being friends means growing together Mm -hmm. in order to accommodate new things. And, um, I think that that is, there's something to be said for that where, um, yeah, family situations change, um, jobs change, even where we live changes. Yeah. But if we can maintain those long-term best friends over that time, um, that's really special and change is good. If that also brings something new to the, to the friendship. You know, I, I never thought about that, um, mm-hmm. really about how friends can teach us that change is good. But then when you were saying that, I started thinking about friends I have and the changes that have happened in their lives since I met them. Uh-huh. And, um, and probably in yours yeah. too, you don't recognize them right. because you live them, but yeah, exactly. Yeah. But it's, it's interesting to, to think about that. That's a lesson to get from, you know, from this particular kind of relationship. Um, and I think, um, you know, for our listeners of a, who have attained a certain age, you also get to a certain point in your life where you start to realize some of these things as well. Um, you know, things like change is good and you can always be yourself after a certain age. Right. Right. It's going to be no matter what. Um, but it's, it's really nice to have good friends with you along the way as you're figuring these things out. Yeah. Well, and we just have in the minute or two we have left, there's one thing before we wrap up that I wanted to mention in this article. Um, it, it ended with just wanting to note that, you know, friends are, are, are important all throughout and just live the message that life moves fast. So you better enjoy it. <laughs> and then I pictured Ferris Bueller standing in wherever, wherever he was in that journey that day, but it's true. Life moves fast. You better enjoy it. So, um, absolutely. so that's what I, I, that's the final word on the article. Yeah. You know, and our friendships are a key way that we can enjoy mm-hmm. part of this journey. And, um, you know, they're for most of us, our friends are a key part of the entire journey, even the parts we aren't enjoying, Absolutely. Um, but they are so important. And, you know, another thing I, I just kind of wanted to wrap up on is, um, that, you know, friendships are so worth it. We've been talking about the things we learn from our friends mm-hmm. and, you know, our friends could probably have a conversation about the things they've learned from us. Um, but the most important, one of the most important things I think is, um, that having good friends in our lives helps us know how to love and accept others and hopefully how to love and accept ourselves as well. Well said, well said, very true. Well, thanks everybody for listening. Um, We have loved having this conversation and we hope you loved it as much as we did. Yeah. And we have lots, lots more to share with you guys. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for joining us and we will see you next week. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.